Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This where we tell us worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it and This is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, Welcome to the Modern Reformation, yeah. The Fall, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building. Man, super, super excited to be right back in here, right back in your ear hole, as they say. Uh, I have a bunch of my team members on the phone. This is so exciting, so hype. Uh, you know, one thing that I've always get in the inbox and from feedback is they they miss the old bar days when the whole crew was here. So for those that may be new to the podcast, I want to introduce some of these awesome people in my life and. And of course, as always, lady first, we have the first lady, I say, uh, Miss Christy. How are you? Hey, doing good. <laughs> doing good. You were so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Christy is in, in AT Aliens right now, and, and we we glad that she's back here on the East Coast, uh, where it's nice and, and warm and safe and all that good stuff. <laughs> and uh, and my big homie, uh, Mr. Barlow, is on the phone. Me and him just dropped one today that y'all, well, not today, I guess a week later or whenever I dropped this, but me and Barlow just was on the line not too long ago. What's up, Barlow, all the way from Omaha? <laughs> Grace and peace. Just glad to be here as usual. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then the hometown hero, Mr. Rio, a.k.a. Uh, Chitario. What's up, brother? How are you? Yo, I'm good, fam. Talk about it. Let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all see, I have a chamber full of bullets, man. We ready to rock and roll. And honestly, we don't have a topic per se, um, but it's always a pleasure to get these great people together because we always in the inbox having good conversations and, and, and we always, you know, uh, fellowshipping in that manner. And actually what's wonderful is we all actually got to meet each other uh, uh, in January, which was just so awesome. So, uh, man, just to kick it off, man, just for the whole team. I want to start 
with uh with with Chitario. he had a great question in the in the uh in the inbox man i'm gonna let Chitario drop that first question we're just gonna talk and just pass it around and, and hope you guys enjoy the dialogue yeah, for sure. So my question for you guys is that how has reform theology impacted your day-to-day lives practically since post-cage stage? Because we always go through that cage stage. We're like, we're just crazy. So like prior, like after cage stage, how has reform theology impacted your day-to-day lives? All right. So, you know, to answer that question, I can tell you uh, reform theology, uh, which Biblical theology has uh, impacted my life in a sense where, like, I, I, I look at certain things like how what my focus is now. Because it used to be before I was focusing on, say, like the doctrines of grace, the sovereignty of God, and and the sinfulness of man, which which are your your three uh, like main uh, like elements of, that you know some of the three main points that you pull from the Bible. Uh, like I was focused on everything that didn't matter. And I found my, as a matter of fact, like I was very legalistic, you know, um, mm. thinking that salvation uh, was in, not necessarily meat, but definitely in drink, you know, you know or um, thinking that like, <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, like I, I, was, I was so caught up in, in, in a lot of the, the conspiracy theories as, a, as opposed to being caught up in the gospel. You know, like I was, uh, I was, I was um, demon hunting, and I, I think we had a conversation about this in the in a uh, inbox the other day. It was like, man, we was we supposed to be getting rid of demons. We out here looking for them. You know, like you know, <laughs> you know, right, and, and right. that was like like everything. You know, um, and I and I was I was enveloped. I was kind of I was like I was I don't know if enveloped was, but I was just um, obsessed with sinners. Like, 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 mm-hmm. like, you know, like I would be surprised. I would be shocked. I would always be talking about what people who are blatant sinners, what they were doing as if they wasn't being consistent with their lifestyle as opposed to being um, focused upon what it is that I should be doing as a Christian and how I should be relating to these sinners. And uh, as a matter of fact, I found myself like uh, pushing away a lot of people uh, um, uh, and, uh, that I should have been ministering to, as opposed to like really ministering to him, I found myself just mm. coming at them, coming at them with like this hardcore, like like you ain't saved, you know, <laughs> so you ain't Jack type of, and you know, I mean, and and I was and I was trying mm-hmm. to come up, I say that you know that it was my, you know, now I'm doing this because I love you, but like really honestly, like when I think back on it, it don't, it, you know, it don't feel like it was love anymore. It just felt really more so like it was, like uh, like it was just. Like I was just high and mighty. So, so when it comes to like reform theology, when I came to understand that salvation was not based upon my decision, but, because, but, but upon God's decision, that it took nothing short of the work of God on my life uh, to, to, uh, to, to, to get me to where I am now, which even still I'm a, you know, not, you know, perfect, but you know what I'm saying? But to get me to a place to where now I'm seeking him and seeking his kingdom and seeking his face and, and, and having nothing but the full desire to glorify him. Like when I, when it came, when it, when it got to the point to where like, like I realized the cost and the work that it took to get me here. That's when things began to change for me with how I was relating to people. Because now it's like, I look at people as people who, aren't as bad as I was, 
or something like that. Like, like I look at people, I see, I see people who, who are in need of mm-hmm. the same savior, you know, so knowing that, that really I can look at them. I can be like, yeah, dang, that's bad. But like, man, like when I think about my sin, what it is that I did, like, like, I don't, I don't think that, that what they got going on could ever hold that candle to what it is that I'm doing. And if God can save somebody like me, then I know for a fact that he can save somebody like them. And, and that's just, one of the things that, you know, just understanding reformed theology or, or the doctors of grace have done for me in my life. That's good. That's good. How about you, sis? Well, it's really interesting when I hear um, so many people talk about um, how they came into reformed theology. And honestly, the basis of it all is that people were uh, met with profound truth. I mean, like it was just so simple and uncut like there was no argument around it um it basically challenged everything that i had been taught growing up and i mean it had a huge impact on me actually you know the person you know who just got finished talking he was actually uh very instrumental in me uh, coming deeper into reformed theology and you know um actually you know it's very instrumental and oh yeah yeah in introducing it to me and at first i thought he was crazy i was like you know what i don't want to hear this and sound like a cult this is what i'm thinking in my head um but uh i was led to watch amazing grace and i mean i was done i filled up pages and pages of notes sitting there in front of my computer just listening to this truth um finally um hearing about the true church's history, um, you know, after Acts, what, what, what's going on? Why are we so far away from Acts? And then, you know, around that time, the Lord was already pulling my heart by, you know, having me question what was going on in my church. Like nobody was able to be, they, they weren't staying saved, I guess is the way I want to put it. I'm like, what is going on? Something's not right. Either I'm not really saved or this is just too too much work to deal with. I just, I couldn't understand it. And the biggest basis I think is because I really did not understand the sovereignty of God. I had no clue of how sovereign he was. Um, and so, you know, once I began to, um, you know, listen to you know, great men of faith and just really dig into the scripture. It just, you know, the Lord just began to open up my heart. I wanted it more and more because I was just, I was hungry for the truth. I was really, really hungry for the truth. And then that's when, you know, the gospel, it came alive to me. It was just so very attractive to me. I, you know, I was met with the, the fact that I was so undone um, and in sin you know, and I, I needed to know who who, the, who 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 is this Jesus? You know, who is he? Who is this God? Who is he? And I realized I didn't know him. I really did not know him. I was a surface Christian. I was a surface Christian. I was that Christian that I was posting about. You know, and I'm like, no, nah, this there has to be more. So as I begin to dig in, it's just more and more truth. And the thing about truth is that once you know it, you can't unlearn it. And so you can't go back. I mean, you can you can kick against the pricks and try to act like you don't know, but you know it. Um, uh-huh. And so you know, once it once it once it was on the inside by the grace of God, it, it began to transform me, and not just me. It began to transform the way I viewed the world. I actually was gaining a biblical worldview. It started to transform the way I treated people. And even when people would treat me a certain way, I was able to look at them a little differently and just, you know, 
always be in an attack mode. I, I had to understand that they had the same condition I had. They were born in sin as well. And I didn't realize that because I was looking at it always selfishly. It was never through the eyes of the Bible, never through the eyes of scripture, never through the way in which God wanted us to deal with our relationships, first and foremost to him and then to each other. So it, it definitely it just changed my life. Totally. 100%. So. Wow, that's Amen. good. Mm-hmm. Dwayne? Yes, sir. Well, you know, I was born a Calvinist because it was predetermined, right? <laughs> 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 oh, man. Hey, you know what? I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, okay, man. Okay, that was no. a good one. That was a good now, one. Now, is that a Jesus juke <laughs> or is that? <laughs> Bro, you know, I, I was sitting here thinking, like, I got to say something funny. But anyway. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> so uh, the way it affect my day to day life, uh, honestly, because um, my my testimony is a lot like Barlow's, um, we and that's kind of how we hooked up. We were on the same path, uh, you know, looking for demons and conspiracy theory, and, <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and it was it was it was, <laughs> and the funny thing is 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 I think back. All that could have been avoided because all I wanted was answers. Some people, mm-hmm. some people gave me questions that I didn't have answers to. And so all I wanted was answers. And in the pursuit of those answers, I fell into those things and not knowing, you know, not being exposed to reform theology or Calvinism or, you know, covenant theology, um, not knowing anything about that. And now having those answers with a biblical basis and a biblical foundation, you know, I, and, and I know, you know, God's sovereign is all part of his journey, but, you know, all of that could have been avoided it if I would have discovered it early but um, the way it affect my day to day life man number one um, I think this the understanding of 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 how like I knew I was a wretched mess but I, I was trying to figure out a way to to, to justify it myself like you know mm-hmm. I knew how bad I was but like it was almost like oh man you know I gotta figure out a way to, to cover this or let not let people know but but what I what I understand now is it's not because of me that I'm saved it's because of Christ and so that I can say hey I am a wretched sinner I sin I fall you know it gives me transparent I was already transparent but it gives it to a whole nother level to the point where uh, uh, it glorifies God that 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 you know his salvation you know is all him it has nothing to do with me you know no title no uh prestige nothing i've done man so that in itself uh you know freed me up you know to be able to say hey i am this i am a sinner you know saved by grace you know working towards you know things and and all of that man and so i think that's that's the the major point for me is just uh, being free to express that. Like I, I reposted a mission awares uh, post. It was talking about a, a Martin Lloyd Jones post. And it was talking about how vile the man is and how he has no salvation outside of Christ, you know, and I put down underneath, you know, yes, that's me, you know, cause it, it, it lets people know. Cause sometimes, you know, especially with a platform and, 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 you know, no, no way am I, I bragging or anything, but just my whole life, you know, people always look to me or look to see what I did or didn't do. Or they were always, people were always watching me. And somebody told me that as a young boy, people always watching you. And, you know, and, and I, 
even back then, I always wanted to make sure they saw my flaws because I didn't want them to put me on a level of, you know, like this high and mighty person. And so this this understanding this doctrine uh, puts that on a whole nother level. You know, as our platform increases, as more people listen to the podcast and more people see us, you know, I want them to know that, hey, we're we're not special. We just we just mm-hmm. we just have fun. God is moving this. Right. You know, we're not we're not special. We're just we're just human beings that need a savior just like you. And so I think Same. that more than anything, man, that you know, wow. that that's what where it affected me, man. So how how did it affect you, Rio? But how does it affect your day to day life? Because you are very uh, uh uh active and and interacting with a lot of people, man. How does it affect you? Well, like for me, like. Like I said, I go into a Christian college. I went to school for Christian studies. So I've always been a theology head. But, like, for me, what Reformed Theology did was it put guardrails around my theology, if that makes sense. It, I, was all, I always loved theology. But um, for me, Reformed Theology, it kind of, it was the glue that put everything together to make it to, for it all to make sense. And um, talking cage stage, I was very callous. Like, when I first really encountered Reformed Theology and started studying it, I became really callous to, like, just intimacy with God and just having, um, and just being able to still have that intimacy with God, even though the theology is sound. So, like, for me, in my cage stage, like, that's kind of what I dealt with. But, you know, post-cage stage, God showed me that, you know, he's sovereign and I can pursue um, a closer relationship with him and grow in my love for Jesus because now the foundation by which I stand on is solid, it's biblical, so Reformed Theology was very much like a guardrail for me, and it kind of was the glue that put everything together. And kind of following up with what Christy said, for me, like, the sovereignty of God is what did it. Just really learning and understanding that God is sovereign, it it made everything in my life make sense. Um, mm. Just like from, from growing up, with, growing up uh, without a father and... Um, having to grow up at an early age and just, I went through a lot of stuff when I was in college, like at North Greenville, I didn't get to finish because of just crazy situations in life that I had no control over. And like understanding the sovereignty of God, it made everything that I've been through thus far make sense because now it shows me that, you know, we love to accredit God for all the good stuff. But very often do we thank God for all the mishaps and the bad stuff because he allowed those things to happen to shape us up, to be who he wants us to be, to conform us into his image. So the sovereignty of God put that, it put everything in perspective. It made everything in my life make more sense. Mm. So, Wow. You, you, you know, I can tell you, man, like, before I came into, uh, like, the reform, the reform perspective of Christianity, like, I used to have, like, all types of uh, good questions to counteract it. You know, I used to think it was, uh, a matter of fact, I remember the first time I actually ever heard of Calvinism, somebody called me one. Somebody said that I was a Calvinist. 
And I was like, what? <laughs> and, you know, and I remember went like going and looking that up and just feeling offended. Like they, they would think that I would believe this, <laughs> you know, um, you know, but all because, well, because even though I wasn't a Calvinist, I did believe in eternal, eternal security in the biblical sense too. Like not in, not as in you can go, you know, join the church and get baptized and then you can just live like, you know, like a demon after that and still go to heaven. Like, but like in the sense to where like, if you're for real saved, you know, you're going to do saved things and, and you, there's nobody that can undo it. But the, the part, I, I guess I was like a, a four pointer or maybe even a, a a three-pointer if that, if that even made sense, but when I realized <laughs> that it makes sense, but people come up with good questions, you know, like I have, I have some good questions and I, and I got asked this one the other day was, you know, they'll say like, like, well, you know, since you're a capitalist, then why would you need to even repent and believe the gospel, you know, or, or why would, why would you even have to evangelize? You know, like you get questions like that, you know, what I'm saying? And, and you know, say like if you were never going to hell, why should you be concerned about your salvation? And I and, and I think like when people ask those questions, they miss the point. Uh, like for for example, first of all, it's it's you know, saying praise God that I am numbered among the elect. But for me, the fact of the matter is is that I don't deserve to be of the elect. Like uh. I deserve an eternal hell, you know, and. Mm-hmm. and, and and, and and I did everything to earn an eternal hell, you know, and, and here I am now under the grace of God by, uh, through faith in Jesus Christ. And, and you know, and, and, and it has nothing to do with me. So it's like evangelism is still important regardless of, you know, say like of, of, of God's, you know, his, his election where, you know, his election comes to pass through the preaching of the gospel, we were commanded mm-hmm. to preach. So an evidence of being saved is in the preaching, you know, is in the preaching of the gospel, you know, said to the people is obedience, our obedience, the way we respond to God's decrees, the way when he says, go and do those who love him, obey him. And so we'll go and do right. it. And, and, and it's uh-huh. like, so I'll get out here. Like I, matter of fact, I said something a couple of weeks ago, because I like I was share the gospel with the uh, with the ladies on my job, the young the young ladies I work with on my job, and and uh, and, and and the guy what a guy asked me he said, well, are they elect? And I was like, man, that's none of my business. Like I don't know, like that has, that has nothing to do with me. My job is to preach the gospel. You know, we preach it to right. everyone. You know, I mean, just because we preach limited atonement and election doesn't mean that we limit who we give the gospel to. Mm, and I, and I come on, that, Doc. I, I think that's what they think we're saying when we say those things. It's like, nah, we just we preach the gospel to everyone. We're just saying that God's sheep will hear His voice, and when they hear, they will when they hear, they'll follow Him. And those who don't hear His voice, they're obviously not His sheep. And and that's a sad thing, you know. Um, but that's a reality. And, and all I all I can say is. I thank God for everyone who hears. I thank God that I was able to hear because without him giving me the ears to hear, I wouldn't be able to hear that, you know? And so that's true. I can tell you like, like, like with reforming it definitely, I think it all, it just affected the way that I evangelized. Like, you know, like I go in and I just, it's like, I'm not scared to tell people what's what, because the gospel presentation is not what determines whether or not a person can get saved. What, what, what determines whether another person gets saved is, is the work of the Holy Spirit. So, having said that, I'm not interested in doing something showboaty or entertaining. You know, I'm not trying to pie piper you into the church. Like I don't have to do that. You know, God draws those who he who he who desires. All I have to do is just preach the word, 
and I can preach to the spirit in truth, and I can I can say certain things, and I can say it in love. Like I had to tell a cousin earlier today. I, you know, he says that he no longer believes. I said, well, cousin, you know, my my, my beloved. I told him, I said, just like cuz, I love you to life, but you would never believe her if you don't believe now. You know, and, mm. and but, uh, you know, I just, you know, I mean, but it's like, you can't, you can't afford to sugarcoat these things. You know, um, you can't afford to sugarcoat the gospel. You can't afford to, you know, there's no, there's no time to, 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 to waste when it comes to these things. And, and honestly, I still don't feel like I do it effectively enough. Like, or, or like I don't do it seriously enough. Like I don't take it seriously enough sometimes. Cause I still feel like there's too many people around me who do things and I don't say anything. And, you know, and I kid you not, I don't know if you guys ever felt like this, but it's kind of just feel like, dang, should I have said something that I was supposed to? Am I a coward? Am I a You know, like, like am I not living right. my duties? And, you know, like, like, like those things, answer, you know what I'm saying? And, and I saw it was like, I do my best, you know what I'm saying? I pray and say, Lord, just time and place. Just, just give me the wisdom, when to speak. And if it's not the time to speak, let it be so. But man, let, at least let me have some peace about it. If I if I did right, because like should I be corrected everything? You know, it's like it it, it does affect you. But like the, the fact of the matter is, is that when you have a sound theology, when you have a biblical theology, it will affect how you interact with people, and it, and it definitely mm-hmm. helps you answer some of those those tougher questions. Like what would be the right. point of witnessing the people if God elects? Well. Well, the point of the matter is, is that he commanded us to do it. So let's do it. Right. Man, and I, I think yeah. not only that, but man, like something that I've learned is that reformed theology, specifically in our soteriology, it takes the control away from us. Um, because, you know, we love to be in control. We love to be in full control. And I think that that's one of the problems that, well, one of the pushbacks that people have with Reformed theology when they first hear about it. Like, I remember when I was first exposed to it um, by a guy at the church, uh, my old church, you know, because he's a Calvinist. And one of the things, like, when he would explain the uh, five points and he start talking about you know, limited atonement and all those things, like, I would instantly get offensive because it took the control away from me. I was no longer sovereign, but God was actually sovereign because now it's no longer us that um, have full control of our salvation, but rather God, he, he takes the blinders off. We were blind and he makes us see. And like, when I understood that it changed the game for me, like it changed the game for Mm -hmm. me. And I think that's the biggest pushback for people when it comes to reformed theology, because what they hear when we explain it, what they hear is, so what you're saying is not anyone can just be saved. They're hearing it wrong because we Mm -hmm. love to have control. Yep. Oh, I totally agree. My first exposure, it was so funny. <laughs> I was uh, I was on a bus with a, I was training a guy on a bus, and he was actually in seminary, and he was like, "Man, we talked about Calvinism and Arminianism, and and man, I can't get with that Calvinist stuff. I had no idea what this man was talking about, and I was like, "Yeah, me either." <laughs> I was like, "That's all. I didn't know what this dude was talking yeah. about." And, and so, uh, you know, 
upon further investigation, um, you know, I had a, kind of the same pushback. Um, and, and you know, like like Shatario said, man, you know, just that whole being in control and 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 you know, God can't save everybody. You know, you, you automatically oh, you can't limit God or whatever. But anyway, just. <laughs> That's some good stuff, man. Uh, but to switch up on the topics, uh, which it was a great topic. Good job, Shatario. Good job, brother. Uh, <laughs> on, on the question and topic, um, I got. I asked a brother, a brother of mine, um, in the inbox. I asked him, "What would be something good to talk about?" And here's something he brought up, and, and I'm gonna throw this out here, and uh, and I am going to start with Barlow uh, because this is this is. A lot up your alley. I mean, it should be up everybody alley, but I just, I just know you like that. But um, so the topic or the question was talking about uh, apologetics, of course. Um, but he was saying the like addressing the the proper way to engage. Um, and you know, I was like, are you talking about you know method or whatever? Um, so I guess we'll start with method first. Um, cause we all deal with it. Uh, just, just you guys being on the be not the C team, you understand that we deal with apologetics, but, um, Barlow, I guess my, my question to you is how do you approach it? And, and, and what's what I know it's kind of a trial and error. What has been your experience and what have you learned and, and all of that good stuff. And I'll start with you, Barlow, and then I'll go to, uh, Miss Christie and then we'll do Shatario last. You said I was approach apologetics. Yeah, when you're dealing with, you know, like when 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 you're dealing with, I with, guess with, somebody with, with asking people? something. Yeah, with yeah. people exactly. I, man, it's so um, it's funny that you asked that because I was actually just, you know, I'm still I'm still been working since we got back from G through. I've been slowly working through uh, Vody Bogum's expository apologetics and and so yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. things I I, I, mean, I kind of noticed some of the stuff that I've already been doing and you know, uh, what have you, but um. One of the things I know I don't do, which is a no-no, is I don't ever throw the Bible out. Like, mm-hmm. like the Bible mm-hmm. is the sole authority, regardless. Whether, whether, whether they believe it or not, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the Bible is my reasoning um, for, for why I believe what I believe. Um, but I listen to what they're asking, and I kind of just break down their argument. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like I just, I, we, I, I, I handle it by just listening to whatever it is that they're saying and just pulling the logic out of what they're asking. And that's actually something that I learned a few years back, like listening to like Robbie Zacharias, you know, right, uh, right. like for example, I, and I think like one of his greatest examples is like when you have that atheist who don't believe in God and, and you know, say, and they'll say, well, if God is real, then how come he allows bad things to happen to good people? Or then you just go ahead and break mm-hmm. down that argument. Well, I'm assuming that you believe like I believe that there's a such thing as bad. Well, if you believe that, that means that you're comparing it to something that you call good. Well, if you're having this idea of bad and good, well, then you have to have a moral law that determines what's bad and what's good. Well, in order for there to be a moral law, there has to be a moral law giver, and that's the person that you're uh-huh. denying exists. And so, you know, wow. and, and it's, it's like when you when you learn all, and you get all of these, these things just over and over. One of the biggest questions I get on my job uh, from, from the teenage girls are is questions about same sex. Uh, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. The, does God, does God hate homosexuals? And, you know, and so it's, it's a, you know, it's one of those questions where it's almost like you want to be careful, but then I kind of just go in and just say, well, you know, God hates sin and what homosexuals do is sinful. You know, now I, I, what I do tell them 
And at the end, all the point back to go back to the gospel is like, well, God loved the homosexual enough to die on the cross and deliver them from their homosexuality. But then I go into explaining why is homosexuality wrong? Well, it's the desecration of God's image. And go through and explain these things. Uh, a lot of these mm-hmm. girls, I deal with them. I tell them, you know, I, I feel like it's a, you know, I take them straight to the scripture on it when it says, wait, the reason why you guys have such a hard time here, why you can't stop doing the stuff that you're doing and, and, and get to, you know, get your points for the day is because you love the sin and stuff that you're doing. It's like you're a slave to the very sin that you're saying that you don't want to do, but yet you love it so much you can't stop doing it, which is why you're sneaky, you know, and which is why you connive, which is why you plan and you plot. I mean, I tell them those things. Um, it's just, you know, when it comes to deeper questions than that, you know, girls talking about ghosts or girls talking about, um, I mean, I have some girls who say, well, I, I think I believe in God, but I don't know why. It's, and it's just as simple as, okay, well, what do you believe? And what is your basis for believing that? You know, and and, and is, is, you'll find that in having these, uh, these type of conversations, typically people say the exact same thing. Um, it's, like, it's like the same, like, four or five, maybe six different arguments that people have. And it's like once you learn those arguments, you find that it's actually really easy to answer those questions because you hear them so much, you know. And so it's just basically it boils down to you knowing what you believe and why you believe it. And as long as you know what you believe and why you or why you believe it, you're able to answer. So like, and, and I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna be done. And for example, when I came across a Muslim girl who worked there. Uh, there was this, there was this girl. She was uh, she she well, she claimed she was Muslim. She was like Muslim light, you know, whatever, you know. But like she, uh, she she's know, a hog eating Muslim. Yeah, you know, she, she, you know, Muslim light. You, you ain't supposed to be touching men. You you're a Muslim. But, but anyway, um, she she um, you know, I was I once just asked her. I initiated this conversation on purpose. I was you know, and and this is the question that I got from Virgil. What's the Islamic gospel? You know, and, and basically, you know, to make a long story short, what it boils down to is, is that how could your relation, how could your religion mean anything if there is no atonement for sin? If you don't have anybody to atone for those sins, because according mm-hmm. to what you're saying, it's Allah just goes ahead and just forgives people when they ask for forgiveness and they must live righteous, you know, they must work hard to live righteously and whatnot. And as far as they says, he just throws it out the window. Well, the very definition of justice says that if a wrong is done, then it needs to be righted. And you're telling me mm-hmm. that your God doesn't think about righting wrongs. He just kind of just throws them under the rug. I said, by, by your own definition, by your own explanation, your God is unjust. I wouldn't want to serve a God like that. You know, whereas right. on the flip side, when you deal with a God who is just, you have a God who says, listen, a law was broken and somebody needs to pay for that. And, you know what I'm saying? So, here, in, once you get to that point, then you can insert Jesus. And so, basically, I'm able to do that because I know what I believe and, what, and why I believe it. I know that I believe that Jesus is our salvation. And I know that I believe that because God saved me. And so, because I know those things, and like I'm able to, to just like, I don't have to be an apologist, an Islamic apologist, or, or, or a Buddhist apologist, or any. I don't have to know anything about, I, I can know enough about their religious the only thing I need to know about their religion is, is that there is no savior. And as long as I know mm-hmm. that about that, uh, about their religion, it's easy to, to address what the issue is with that religion. Good stuff. Man. Good like stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. That's see, that's that's right up your alley, man. That's that's right up. I actually thought about you and V. I was hoping V. Big shout out to Virgil, man. He was under the weather tonight, yeah. uh, so we couldn't be on. But big shout out to the big homie. Uh, we know he's holding it down, praying for us. But uh, definitely yeah. had you and him in mind when it comes to that question. So what I decided to do is I'm gonna switch it up, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull on my my team strengths, man. So Miss Christie, my question for you, ma'am, is talk about the importance of devotions or daily devotions. Get my notepad out real quick. Oh, that's very funny. Um, <laughs> um, actually, if you don't mind, and this is, do you mind if I just kind of touch on, um, you know, do your the thing, way in which I hate apologetics? Uh, oh, go ahead. I generally tend to think about it from three different aspects because I generally tend to run into one or two types of people. You run into the one who's either just straight up, I don't believe that, that there is a God and or you run into that one who always leads with a sin, um, which is something I used to do um, growing up in the charismatic faith. It seemed like we always led with the person's sin. We know the, the, the church fornicator. We always talking to them about fornication or the church adulterer. We're always talking to them about adultery or the, the, the church member that didn't pay tithes, you know, we're leading on, that's why your car broke down, you know, so little things like that. We were always leading. Man, you know, that's why all that's happening you because you ain't give your 10%. God gonna get his, you know what I'm saying? You know, stuff like that. So, <laughs> right. But the thing about it is in each and every case, um, and especially when you get into the scripture, when you're, first of all, when you're coming into any type of situation where you're going to defend your faith first and foremost is to check your pride at the door because it generally tends to turn into who's right and who's right and who's wrong and who's wrong and i'm right and you're wrong it turns into a contest of i have more knowledge of you um, than you whereas you know i am trying to um hip you to the knowledge of god and not what christy is talking about and you know i've been there i've been there where you know you you can beast on someone because you know you study the bible a little bit more than them so in a way you can kind of one up them and you know of course god would check that pride and like hey even the wisdom that you have is not yours so when you're talking about me make sure you're talking about me and not making it about you and so you know it's always good to get into scripture get into scripture that's why it's so important to have an answer based in scripture um even when you're dealing with someone who says that they don't believe in god i mean how i refute that every single time i take them straight to romans one um one eighteen, yes, where it says, you know, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. No matter how, you know, an atheist, we already know, you got to have something not to believe in, not to believe in it. Okay. But the thing about it is each and every one of us, we have some, some type of something within us letting us know that there is a God. There is God is real in some form. We suppress the truth of it because of our sinful nature. So it's important to always have a basis of why, whatever, whatever their argument is, whatever, what it is you believe, you always have to start generally with the fact that, hey, it's not just your fornicator. It's not just your adulterer. It's the heart of the situation. People have to realize that they are an offense to a holy God before you can even debunk any type of um, argument because you have to break that that wall of pride down first that has to go first before there can be any type of exchange and you know pretty 
early in the conversation, you, you already know what you're dealing with. When you're dealing with someone who just generally wants to argue for the sake of argument's sake, then you're just like, you know what? Okay. And then that's where what, what um, T was saying, you realize, okay, God has to do the opening of the heart. So let me just stop because I'm about to get an attitude. You know what I'm saying? So you're backing up off of the situation. And, you know, even in that, you're, you know, you're thinking that the power is in yourself. You're like, okay, Lord, let me, let me take a back seat. But that's just the way I, I think about when I'm going to uh, talk to someone or someone hits me up in my inbox about something that I posted or something that I said and they have a counter. Um, and, and of course, the biggest thing is I try my best not to post anything that I cannot back up <laughs> in scripture right. because you have to have you have to be able to go. Scripture stands alone. You don't have to add anything to it. I don't care if they say, well, I don't believe. It. OK, well, you just don't believe it doesn't um void its truth so okay we'll leave it at that you just don't believe scripture that's between you and the lord okay fine but it's what it says and that's the final and ruling authority but um i'm sorry i didn't mean to take so long but um as far as devotion i'm about to say before you start topics, you reminded me of something that i meant to say that i forgot to say and it was actually <laughs> and i'm just gonna go ahead and just read the quote from the book just to make it quick and it's something that Vody wrote in this book Hey, where he said, our goal is the gospel. He said, our goal is the gospel. It does, it does us no good to answer objections for objections' sake. We answer objections and questions in order to remove obstacles that obscure people's view of the gospel. And that gospel is wow. the power of God unto salvation. Mm. We're not, we're not out to win arguments. He, he said, we're not out to win That's arguments. Right. Our, goal is, our goal is to win souls as the Proverbs teach, whoever wins souls is wise. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I, forgot to, I forgot to include that, but you made, you reminded me of that as you were talking. So that's all I wanted to say, but yeah. Hey, that's good stuff. <laughs> that is good stuff. Um, you know what? As far as devotion, devotion is very important to me. <laughs> it is something that I do daily. Um, and I hadn't always done it daily, but one thing about devotion, um, and as far as getting, getting into the book or even uh, a good devotional book that I use is one by Paul David Tripp and it's called new morning mercies. It's a gospel devotion. And to me, the best devotion is one that causes you to, even though they might, you know, give you a little background of what the topic is, they give you scripture. They want you to get into scripture and see how this should this scripture should be applied to your life. Um, the biggest thing for me as far as devotion and why I believe it's so important. And it is the fact that we have a real enemy, y'all. And, I, you know, I, I get it. You know, people are like, let's not blame everything on the devil. But you know what? The Bible tells us we have an adversary. And his greatest thing, of course, is to get us to forget who we are in Christ and the promises of God. Having devotion with God every day is a reminder. It's putting to your mind the reminder of who you are and who um, your father is, his thoughts about you. Because we as humans, especially um, us of the Reformed faith, knowing how wretched we are, sometimes we, 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 we can stay in that corner like, man, I'm just, and I know I'm just a bad, I'm just a terrible, terrible sinner. There's no way God can love me. And, and, and this is true. We are terrible in our sin, but we have to understand that we have a loving father, a gracious father as well. And we have to put to our remembrance his promises to us. Each and every day when I go into the devotion, uh, it, it really prepares me for any trial that I have. And not just myself, you know, the Lord puts people in your way that you talk to, um, that you can share the goodness of Jesus Christ and how he's, you know, what what he's done in you and who he is to you. Um, and so the, the devotion, as far as getting into scripture, it's bringing that 
into our mind is making it real to us it's making it tangible so then when when situations arise or when we're going through a tough trial that you know it's unbearable we feel the weight of it the word i'm telling you when we read the word it makes it lighter it makes it bearable because then we have transformed that weight from us to our father who is able to bear it who's able to carry it who is the only one who can and so putting ourselves in remembrance of his word in remembrance of who he is not only is that bringing fellowship and communion you know between us and the father because you know what is what does he tell us if we draw nigh to him what does he do he's coming he's drawing nigh to us so then we're, we're gaining that strength and not only because we're staying in the word of course that's going to equip our witness so when someone does come to us and ask us a question we are able to um you know uh we are able to give a defense for, for this hope that we have because we've spent the time in his word. We've spent the time, because we've spent the time in his word, we've spent the time with him. You know, that is him. This is, this is his, these are his ideas. These are his thoughts. These are his judgments. This is his love towards us. It's all in his word. And he gives it to us to, to have fellowship with us. And it's a beautiful thing. And so that's why devotion is so important and it's needed. And it's not only for me as my, it's for my family. I need to have devotion with my family. You're married. You need to have it with your spouse. You need to have it with your children, especially with your children. You need to cultivate that in them so that they understand a relationship with Christ does not start when you're older. It starts right now. They need to know who, who the Lord is right now. And it's very important when they see that example that, hey, you know, I remember Mama going into her, you know, her, her quiet time with the Lord. And I remember, you know, sometimes she would cry, but after she had that quiet time with the Lord, she would come to me and she would say, you know what, babe, this is, this is what I feel the Lord, the Lord has said this in his word. This is a promise that we can hold uh, dear to us, that, that we know and we, we believe it. And that's application of his word. It's not just all about do not do this, do not do that. It's also I'm near to you because you're brokenhearted. I'm saving you because you're crushed in spirit. It's, it's, it's that as well. So it's important to remind us of that because we can get spiritual amnesia when we're going through a trial. And that's why it's important to you got to talk to the Lord. Absolutely. We have to talk. We have to have that devotion. It's very important. It's very important. So, yeah, to- uh, totally agree. I'm sorry, totally I didn't talk a whole that. bunch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, that's, that's a radio <laughs> for. No, no apologies. <laughs> yeah, that's a radio for. It's all good. But no, I and, and I, I wanted you to touch on that because you know that's one area that uh, I think either gets ignored or mm-hmm. you, you know like like or in the back of your mind like I know I need to be doing this but I'm not doing it. You know, uh, especially the family, the family worship part, especially the family worship part, because, uh, you know, that that piece right there, man, it, it makes a, a total difference. Um, and we just have to make time for it, you know, and we, we it, all those things that you named that it, it builds and it encourages and, you know, all of that, man. We need all of that uh, in this world, man. And and that, you know what, bro? I'm so sorry. Cool. Let me let me I just need to yeah, okay. one more time. Um, as far as devotion, when you think about devotion, I know, you know, we say that word and everything a lot, but look at things that we are devoted to. We are devoted to our jobs. <laughs> we know that when you're devoted to our jobs, a paycheck is coming. It's the exact same way. 
Yeah, man, that's awesome. You know, uh, like I said about the devotion thing, man, we just gotta gotta keep that in practice. You know, um, in our day to day. So, Rio, your question. Uh, I don't know, man. Like I know you, like you know, <laughs> I don't know what to ask you. But no, I oh I know what I want to ask you, Rio. What 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 you about to say? No, go ahead. You go go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, all right. What I'm gonna ask you, man, is the internet, man. Like, like how? Cause, cause I'll be honest, man. You be putting me on some stuff, like, like early. Like you be on it, dog. Like, how do you maneuver through Facebook and all that, and not let all the negativity and all the corruption? How you how you do all that, man, and not let that. Uh, get on you, man, because you still keep your 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 spirit. You still, you know what I mean. Like, there's been times where you hit me up. You're like, man, I'm pissed. But you know, other than that, how do you how do you how do you do that, man? Because, like I said, you be in a you be in a whole lot of groups and conversations. How do you maneuver like that, man, and and not let that stuff get on you like that? Man, I man, I just honestly, I I can't. I have to like separate myself emotionally from a lot of stuff. Right. Um, yeah, I have to, I can't, I can't let it, I can't let a lot of this stuff get to me, like, like a lot of these groups, man, I, I don't want to drop any names, because I ain't trying to stir up no trouble, even though I like stirring up the pot, but man, some of, I see a lot of stuff, I see a lot of stuff in these groups, man, where these people are just savages, man, I'm just like, wow, but man, I, I don't know, man, it, <laughs> Honestly, man, seeing some of the stuff I see online that I tell you about, it keeps me in check because it just mm-hmm. reminds me that if I'm if I'm seeing what they're posting and I'm thinking whatever I'm thinking about it, then, you know, I want to make sure that I guard myself with what I post. Not that I want to, mm-hmm. not that I'm trying to, um, you know, dilute the truth or whatever, but I, I want to be mindful um, you know, people on Facebook. I don't want to say anything that's just trying to be, I don't want to slander people, you know what I mean? And I think, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. that's something that we see a lot in our reform circles, uh, which is why a lot of people stay away from uh, a lot of our reform circles because we can just be some of the worst savages on planet Earth, man. Like, <laughs> true, we, true. We, learn a, we, we learn a little bit of theology and you can't tell us nothing, man. Like, I mean, it, it's, it's definitely something else, man. Like, I like I see some of the stuff that's posted. Like, it's, it's one thing to, like, call out someone who's just being, like, a super heretic or whatever, but I don't know, man. Some stuff I see, it's just like, man, like, dude, chill, man. Like, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. Right. Like, I haven't had my coffee yet. Like, man, like you, ba- you banging on bacon, man. Like, right. you angry at breakfast. <laughs> he said banging on bacon. Crazy. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I've always been, I've all, and plus with my personality, man, I've always just been a people person. Like, I've always just got along with a lot of people, and um, mm-hmm. I don't want to use my me being reformed as a means to um, hit people over the head, but I rather want to use, I want to use what God has shown me through biblical theology, which is reformed theology. I want to take that and use it to love people and encourage people and to reach people. And I'm right. sorry if I'm going on a tangent, but I've been able to do You're this. you good, bro. Church. Go, go. 
I've been mm-hmm. able to do this at my church. And, um, you know, while y'all was talking about apologetics, this was something that I was thinking about. You know, I've been able to kind of have a reformed apologetic in my church um, because my church isn't a reformed church, but I am reformed and very vocal about it at my church. Um, but I'm not a jerk about it, but I'm open about, you know, how I see scripture from a reformed mm-hmm. lens. And, like, every time I'm at church, I get an opportunity to um, just really show how God is sovereign, and I get to really just show how we can see the doctrines of grace all throughout Scripture, and just, I just really get to show my church and the people at my church just how Reformed theology is so consistent throughout all of the canon of Scripture. Um, so mm-hmm. that's kind of like my apologetic in terms of church goes like, and that's what I was thinking about, man. So just, I don't know, like, to get back to your original question, I just think that as uh, Christians first, like, we have to make sure that we use all our platforms, which Internet definitely is a platform. We need to make sure we're using it to um, definitely reach people. But we also want to be a light. We want to be a light. You know, we don't want to we don't want to be a shade tree, man. Like we need to be a light. So, yeah. Right. That's good, brother. That's good. I like the way you tied in apologetics too. Good, good job. Right, good stuff. Good like stuff. <laughs> you know, he he, uh, he said something about these folks arguing online, man, and, and like it's funny because I and I had to go look this up. Like I'm in the group right now. Uh, it's like Jesus level and Bible thumpers or something like that. I don't know. I don't even know how I, people add me to groups, man. And I kind of yeah. just let it happen. And, and I, Barlow, I get Barlow, mad. Barlow, 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 you're yeah. too nice, man. Stop accepting requests <laughs> and all that stuff, hey, yo, man. I did the same yeah. thing. Yeah, well, 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 no, I'm just I'm it's guilty. not too much that I accept it. It's just that it's like, it's just like, man, you've been added to the group and I'm like, yeah. oh, get out. They don't ask you. They don't ask you. You just, yeah. boom, you in the group. Right. And I've seen, seen, seen people say, <laughs> Hey, I'm a, I'm a unfriend the next person to add me to a group. I don't know who adds me, so I'm gonna just be like, okay, yeah. let me check this group out. Let me just see what's what. And so, like, somebody asked a question the other day about tattoos, and uh, one oh, person dear. in this group, <laughs> one person in this group was like, you see, it's like, man, like, what, what did it say? It was like, is getting a tattoo was a sin? Is the question? And one person said, first off, I, I gotta read it. I gotta read it how how I'm reading it when as I see it. First off, everyone that said no is a blasphemous Gentile idol worshiper. <laughs> oh lord! This is the first sentence. This is the first sentence. What part of sin do you not understand? If the Bible says plainly it is a sin, you say it's not your. You're not a follower of Jesus. And if the Bible says it's a sin, it's sin. Last, did Jesus do it? No, he didn't. Neither so did the thing do. End of conversation. And, 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 oh, wow. And, and, um, and, uh, and, oh, so, and so, and so, so the dude responded to, well, Jesus didn't use cell phones. Why are you using one? And, you oh, know. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So, you already know. Hey, 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 this person responded back. Are you okay? You need prayer? Tell me how a cell phone is immoral. And he said, and, and, and it was like, well, so do you eat cultivated fruit? You know what I'm saying? And, and, mm. and I mean, it was just going back. It was just, it was, oh, it was just horrible. And I was like, this person, this person, it was like, you blasphemous heathens, more like pagans than Jesus Christ. I was, <laughs> oh, wow. I, 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 probably shouldn't be, I probably shouldn't be laughing at it, but I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it just oh, this person just went to the left, and it's like, yo, 
it's like, man, like, 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 where's the love? Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, I mean, I get that you may feel passionate about something, right? And and, and this person goes on to quote Leviticus nineteen nineteen, right? And 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 it's like, okay. You know, I, I see why you would think the way that you think based upon that verse. I said, however, though, when you're not willing to at least listen, because let's face it, if we're talking about the Levitical law, not everything in, that was written in Leviticus was about morality. A lot of it had to do right. with making sure that people weren't, were at a place to where they didn't confuse the children of Israel with the pagans of that right. time. You know, what I'm you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like that was the whole thing with like eating shellfish and pork and the type of clothing you were. Matter of fact, uh, they couldn't even shave their head a certain way. So nope. now, by by that argument of well, Leviticus says not to get tattoos. If we were to go with that, if that was something that was set in stone as something that's moral, then we'd be in sin every time we cut our hair or shave or shave our face. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, that's because true. because this is all. This is all done in the same, all of that stuff is written in the same section, you know, whereas Leviticus, you know, 19 and 19, from like Leviticus 19, 19 to Leviticus 19 to 28, I mean, it's like, like, that's all in the same section. So I'd have to conclude that that particular, you know, that particular commandment was for a particular people during a particular time. You know, mm-hmm. hey, hey, but it's like when you when you get people who will, who will sit here and argue these things with you, like oh, I mean, these these Facebook, Google scholars. Oh my goodness, like they they're, they're horrible <laughs> people. I used to be one. That's how I know. I used to be one because yes. I, I mean, Ooh, I, yeah, I, I used to Google, I, I, I used to Google something in a heartbeat and think and spoke as if I was, <laughs> you know, learned in you know in the whole thing. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and what makes it so funny is the the irony in that is is I was doing that against reformed theology. So, mm-hmm. you know, wow. and so like, yeah, <laughs> back in the day, you know, Google will tell you anything that you want it to tell you. you know, oh, yeah. You better believe and, it. Yeah, yeah. And one of, one of the things, one of the things I learned from James White, especially when he did that, uh, that, de- that debate with that Hebrew, with the Hebrew Israelite, and he was saying oh like, God, you know, that was a slaughter. Yeah, oh my god, and it was so funny. <laughs> he was like, man, you need to get you a strong. He was like, I don't need strong. I teach Greek and Hebrew. <laughs> he was like, Isn't yeah, that yeah, something? Yeah. Oh goodness, yeah. what a beast! Yeah. But <laughs> but he was he was asking him. James was asking him for original sources, right? And, right, and, right. And and the, and the guy could not produce an original source. He was producing books that was written by people that agreed with him. But he was like, man, those yep. aren't original sources. He says, when I talk about original source, I'm talking about something that comes from the time period that we're discussing, from which all of this originates. Right. And, and, mm. and from that, I was like, oh, snap. I never thought to ask somebody who debated, like, the validity of Christianity or the validity of Jesus Christ. Like, I had a guy just last week, I think, trying to tell me that Jesus comes from the name of Zeus. And I was like, how so? Like, 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 how do, how do you determine that? Like, like, where do you get that from? And then he goes and he pulls up some, some internet page. And I was like, well, wait a minute. I said, no, what's, I said, no, what is your original source that you can show a transliteration from mm-hmm. Zeus to Jesus? I said, you can't do that. Right. You know I mean, there's no way you can do it yeah. because, because, because you're trying to say that Jesus is a, is a, uh, that, that Zeus is a Greek form of Jesus. Well, no, Jesus is the Greek form of the name Yeshua. So it's like, Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Your argument holds no weight, you know. And yep. and, and as plainly as I said, plainly, you know, as I can tell, I say, man, you probably might want to do more than just 
get your information off of the internet. You might want to, you right. know, you, you might, you might want to go deeper, you know what I'm saying? They just go to the internet or people who just, dis- who, who people who, dis- who agree with you. And, you know, finally just got to, I finally just got to the point. I, I, I come to this place, praise God. So I can say, okay, well, have a good night, sir. <laughs> because, 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 yeah. because, because that conversation would have just, uh, it, it, it'd have been fruitless. And, and, and right. would have went, would have went nowhere. And, you know, so, but yeah, I, real, I, internet debates. I haven't been in a, in a good one in a long while, man. It's, it's been a long while since I've actually had a real good one. But like now, just watching these things, man, I just, I just say, man, they, they're a little funny. They're, they're funny to me now. And, and this person just went straight to the left. You, you blasphemous Gentile idol worshippers, but <laughs> a savage. Yeah, and you trust in Google. Yeah. Google has mixed up theology. Google will tell you yeah. one thing, and then he'll tell you another. He just can't make up his mind. He'll just tell you whatever you want to hear, or whatever yeah. you want to yeah. know, whatever you type into his little uh-huh. box. So I, I, I love In whatever direction you want to go. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you can find anything you, if you want. If you want to find something that proves your point, Google has it for you. And that's why it's like, man, you got to do better it. than Google. Yeah, you got to do better yep. than Google. Which is why I was like, bump it. Let's just still so, with the scripture. Let's, let's run with it. So Barlow, Barlow, yeah. I, I, I'm on my laptop, and I pulled up this page. It's from three years ago. It said Christians and tattoos, and it's me, you, and Terrence <laughs> talking about tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me, you, and Ty. Me, you, and Ty. Yeah. Dark, yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm going to delete all of these, man. I got, yes. I'm trying to find a login right now. I Get need to delete rid of all the of evidence these. of your bad oh theology days. Get rid of it. Uh, I, I, I had to purge my Facebook page. Seriously. Yo, uh, yo I, I went through my YouTube account, man. I was just deleting videos. Uh, <laughs> Oh my goodness! Somebody, uh, somebody pulled that. Hey, somebody pulled that stuff up. I am ruined. <laughs> I would be ruined. Right? They'd be like, "But what you said in 2002?" Bro. Oh my! Oh my that's my original source. <laughs> I promise you, bro. I, I, you know, when he was talking. I was like, "I wonder if it's still there." And I, I look, Google, Google, oh, me right there to it. That'd make you cringe. <laughs> <laughs> send, that, send that page a virus, please. Oh my God! Right. You, know, you, 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 you ever you ever see the memories, the stuff that come up in your memories? You be like, oh snap! Oh, oh, I, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how did my mama like me back then? I don't know. <laughs> like, ugh, like just, oh, bro. Just, just, it's, I don't. It, I don't yeah. Hey, one of these days, I'm gonna share some of that stuff, and I'm gonna be like, I remember. <laughs> look, I, 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 I'm gonna I'm send it to you. Hey, <laughs> you know we need a, we need to we need to post some of that stuff and put a hashtag. I remember. Yeah, I remember yeah. when I used to. <laughs> or yeah. hashtag when my theology was bad. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, do it. I mean, you yeah, know, man. like when we expose everybody else, but we might as well expose ourselves. I, 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 you know, in a sense, I'd be like, man, keep it. At least we have evidence that we repented from. Yeah, that's exactly. true. No, that's true. Yep, and then you yeah. can give the reasoning and and maybe even the scriptures, you know, debunking mm-hmm. what your old um, B was. So hey, sounds like mm-hmm. a plan. Yeah, and you know, let me tell you, like okay. the other day, they they um they kind of not really revamped, but they like like at our church they read the church covenant on first Sundays, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there was a portion that we had not been reading that they had put back in there and whatnot. 
and it says, as part of the church covenant, it was like, I will abstain from the sale and use uh, of alcoholic beverages. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yep. Uh oh. And it was like, I read it before I realized what I was reading. It was like, oh, no. no. <laughs> and, and then I was like, man. What I'm gonna do it every first Sunday now. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to step out. That man to turned into a bubble rapper. Oh my goodness! Oh, I'm like, man, man I want to leave. If I leave, if I leave the reading of the church coming, I want to read it because, like, that's like the congregation part. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. I can, you know, I can, I can read the question and they read that part, and I'll be, you know, I'm absolved. I think, right? I think you need to take that up with the pastor. So uh, go to go to pops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I already been too much of a headache to him this year. Little, yeah, I mean, yeah. okay. I, you know, right. Sorry, I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm, 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 I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm, I'm gonna take. I'm just. It's just. In do, I'm in the right time. That's, that's a timing issue. Okay. That's, 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 All that's, right. Okay. That's, that's the time. Y'all, y'all, y'all pray for me. Lord, I am. Oh, God. I might have to move to a Presbyterian. I might have to go to a Presbyterian church. Yes, sir. They sip it. They fellowship dinners. <laughs> you know. Yep. That's real. Yeah. They fellowship dinner. All right. All right go ahead, man. All right, Dwayne, I got a question for you. <clears throat> I'm going to try not to be petty. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Uh, you already know he's about to be petty because he already gave you the disclaimer. So try not to be petty. Oh, man. I'm blaming on total depravity. Philippians 13. You can do this. Oh, man. No, so like, so... Being in the podcast world, and there's always a new podcast that pops up. I mean, you have to deal with standing out from all the other podcasts, and you even have to deal with, um, you know, making sure that your content isn't being copied by other podcasts and all that type of <laughs> yeah, all that type of stuff. So how do you how do you uh, handle you know being in the podcast world? Because it seems like it's a beast, like. Oh my god. Messy boots. Okay. Messy boots. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Hashtag Teddy. Right. Hashtag Chapter 10. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So, all right. So, well, first, man, you know, uh, just, just, I can't be nobody but myself. You know, I can't, mm. I can't. You know, I can't front. I can't, you know, put on a show. You know, I had people inboxing me saying, man, you were saying man and yeah to uh, Stephen Lawson. I was like, yeah, that's that's me. You know, I can't, you know, I can't, I can't be nobody else. You know, I, you know, he's, he's my homie. You know, I, I didn't say homie, but I would have. But, you know, I can't be nobody else. man. And so the thing that I, I the most the most feedback I get is just how real and how you know and, and it's just it's just relatable and it's it's a conversation you know and and that's all I can do you know as far as 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 the the, the newcomers you know I, I welcome them man you guys notice I, I don't know if you guys notice anytime I find somebody doing it 
I invite them on the show because to me, it's not a competition. To me, we all got something to offer. Um, and so I want, you know, my I think just because of the, the fingerprint the guy has given me that I have something different that that is going to appeal to certain people, you know, and, and appeal to certain audience. But, you know, other people, you have your own thing. And, and my words of encouragement to those that may be trying to find an identity is just to be yourself. You know, uh, don't don't try to do don't try to do us was popular, you know, was hot. You know, me and Jimmy, Jimmy Fowler yesterday in the inbox, uh, he hits me up and says, uh, how did he say it? He's like, man, we're the we're the hottest podcast out there. I said, you're one of the hottest podcasts out there. And he was like, well, uh, our numbers tell us we're the hottest podcast out there. I said, numbers don't tell you you're hot. Numbers tell you you're influenced. Hot just mean, you know, you're you're in, you're cool. He was like, you got me. <laughs> you know, so it's, 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 you know, definitely the bar is is making no we 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 making moves you know people are noticing us you know doctrine and devotion is definitely one of the hottest podcasts out there right now you know and and we're the newcomers you know making this move but you know we don't need another doctrine and devotion we don't need another bar you know we need we need what you got whatever that may be whatever lane that that is whatever you know venue that is whatever style that is that's what we need we don't need a copycat we already got one you know so you know my encouragement man is just be yourself man god gave you a, a fingerprint man just go in that lane be yourself do your own thing yeah you may you may Lean from certain things, you know, because uh, I'll be honest, my my intro, the welcome, everybody. I got that from, you know, just understanding from the, the reform podcast. You can have fun while doing a podcast. So that was a gleam, yeah. you know, cause I used to be I, I don't know. Y'all listen to my old warrior for truth. You know, it was straight. What up, homie? G? You know, it was just like straight up, you know, whatever. <laughs> but. Right. But but, you know, I, I understood I gleaned from them that you can have fun while doing this. And I've been having a blast. I'll be honest, this this has been, uh, you know, I don't know, man, like like you try to find your way, man. I just feel like that podcasting is my thing. Like that's something that it comes natural. I enjoy doing it. I have great support in you guys, man. And, and and great support online, man. Big shout out to everybody that support us online, man. I per, people that pop in my mind, I know I'm gonna forget somebody, but my man Edwin, my man Chris, uh, uh, these cats always hit me up in the inbox, hollering at me, checking on me, you know, reposting. Uh, so I just think, man, just in general, that be yourself, do your thing, stay in your lane. Somebody gonna subscribe because you're gonna appeal to somebody, man, for real. That's right. And we, and, and, uh, sorry, go ahead, team. No, okay. you got, no it's okay, just like ladies first. No, no, you're absolutely right. Just do your own thing, and I appreciate what you said, um, D. Actually, I've had someone uh, reach out to me after listening um, to one of your shows, and that's one thing that they pointed out. It just seemed like they were listening to a homeboy. He wasn't, you know, you weren't trying to use proper English. You had a country drawl. You know what I'm saying? Because people out there right. have country draws. You know what I'm saying? So it, right. you, you do right. you. And it's just like First Corinthians tells us that, you know, because I'm not the hand, I do not belong to the body. You know, the foot can't say I want to be the hand. You be the best foot you, you can be. Be, be the, if you a big foot, 
be a bigfoot. You a little foot with corns. <laughs> be a little foot with corns. You know what I'm saying? So, so do somebody got to right. be the armpit though. Somebody, somebody. got to be the armpit. So. Somebody has to. <laughs> I, I, somebody I, I, has I, to I, be I it. I hold you. Can, you be the armpit. Well, I think so. I got the armpit. Yeah. It, is, it is what it is. It is what it is. Man. You know. I'm a, but, but I'm a, but, but I'm a fresh armpit though. That's you know, all right. Deodorized. That's all right. That's right. Deodorized by deodorized. spirit. That's right. Deodorized. Oh my god. I love it. You guys are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, T. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, nah, nah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, man. One of the things I just, I just find cool is that, like, I could be talking to somebody else about the like, for example, you know, this guy was asking me to be on his podcast, and so, you know, so he was talking. To, we were talking about it tonight. I mean, talking about it that you know last night before it went down, and somebody else jumps onto the to the conversation. Say, man, you about to be on the bar? <laughs> you know, and, I, and, and you know. I, yeah, you, know, I thought that, you know, I thought that was pretty tight. It was like, oh, snap, he sees my name, and he thinks the bar were really more so. That is dope. Folks, but it, 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 I keep trying to tell folks, though, it's more so Dwayne is the one who, you know, in all honesty, you're the one who's been really holding it's it down. It is. I mean, I get that, but it's like, you know, there ain't too many shows that we have that you have not been on. But you can say that about, you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, and you know, like we went down to the G3 conference, man. You know, it was like, both was like, oh, Dwayne, 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 Dwayne. You know, they, that was, like, that's that dude, you know, and, and so forth, you know, it, and <laughs> making that dark dude blush. Uh, <laughs> you know, but, and then, like, even, like, like, even more so, like, you know, I don't think Christy part of that group, but the, the but reform bars, like how, you know, oh, yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Reform Bars, Christ Centric, Rap and Grace, man, love y'all like like you know, they just had the the the, the sixteen bar competition and one of the prizes was for, for the first place winner was an interview on our show. And like oh, and like cats want that. Like like they want that. Like you know, and like I ain't on that side and then, you know, I mean I, I think like Swin it looked like Swin got a lot of love on you know, yeah, saying, like did. like that show for Swin. At least got had got like a lot of luck because a lot of cats like Twin, um, who unknown. You know, who, if y'all haven't heard that show, yeah, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. For those of y'all who are listening, go back into our archives. Look, look for that show. What's it called? God, family, no, Jesus, no, Jesus, Jesus, family, and hip hop. Jesus, family, uh, hip hop. Yeah, yeah, that, that's his, that's his hierarchy. That's <laughs> for priorities, <laughs> and, and, and I mean that's a very awesome show. You know what I mean? But like, like when I told Casman, when, when they found out that he was on it, they was like, oh man, that's awesome. They jumped on it. Same with, with Josh Creek. I mean, and, and I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I think it, it is exciting. I think, and, and which, you talk about how Reformed theology has affected our life. Let me tell you this. Like, it seems to me that as we've gotten more Reformed, we've got it, we've gotten more, we've gotten more uh, support, so to speak. Mm. Like, 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 I That's think, true. I think, I think, I think, like the fellowship because when we were kind of on the other side of the spectrum, we were kind of, for the most part, we were, we were, we were kind of by ourselves, you know, and, and we were kind of, we were kind of left, you know, I mean, we were just, we were just by That's ourselves. True. I mean, there were other people, other people who were doing what they were doing, but like, wasn't nobody, you know, nobody was doing commercials for us, you know, what I mean, like, 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 like we do now, you know, you, right, you, know, you understand right. what I'm saying? Like, 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 there seems real. to be more more camaraderie 
more fellowship, you know, like, like, I mean, the fact that we was able to go down to a G3 conference and see people mm-hmm. that we on some level knew, you know, all because of right. the reform community on Facebook, you know, and I, and I, and I find that, I mm-hmm. find that amazing, man. Like, like I find that I, 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 I find I, 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 there's, there's a beauty in that. You know, and yeah. and so you know, and I and I thank God for it. And for and, and for me, it's just again, it's just to me, it's just a, it's just one of those uh, means of grace that He's given us, and so forth, man. And so, like, yeah, man, mm-hmm. I, I, I thank God for everything that's happening as far as this team is concerned, and as far as the show is concerned, and as far as our fellowship uh, is concerned. Right. That's good, man. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. You know, speaking of which, uh, and and as we, I guess, get ready to close out, man, first thing I'm going to do is uh, I am going to take a break right here so that we can play one of those commercials that we got hooked up with when we met Les at G3 uh, right here, one of the uh, Reform Pubcast uh, podcasts in the network, and we're going to place that right here. What's up, y'all? This is Jeff Durbin with Apologia Radio. Luke the Bear. Enjoy the girl. We're right here on 1360 KPXQ, heard Saturdays from 4 to 6 p.m. You can catch us at ApologiaRadio.com. Like us on our Facebook page as well, Apologia Radio, dealing with cultural issues, theology, apologetics, and all things good, right? Amen. You <laughs> animals, too. That's Glory. right. We'll catch you. ApologiaRadio.com. All right, we're back, man. And, man, this has been an awesome show. Excited to have my family on the the, the, the bar with me today, tonight, or whatever, whenever you're listening to this. Um, and Barlow just went through this whole uh, thing about, you know, the reform community and the bar and all of that, man. And, uh, you know, I, I want to – I can't help – you know, me – I I'm a visionary and, and I like to put stuff out there and, uh, because, you know, I, I go back to that old scripture used out of context, but right, right, right. The vision, make it plain. Stop, stop it. Don't so, do that. No, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Hey, hey, sorry. hey, hey. Pull, 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 pin and I have an article about us the next day. I know, right? I know, right? I know, right? Let me tell you. I need yeah. you to survive. <laughs> no, but no, no. Real okay. talk, no. Real talk. No, no, don't do it. I won't make it. <laughs> <laughs> but real talk, though, like this is something that that uh, that I want I I want to see happen. Um, you guys have listened to Barlow, you listen to Christy, you listen to Rio, uh, and and you know you've been been rocking with me for a minute. Um, you know something we started with the Swin episode is what we call bars, uh, biblical and reform spitters. And, and this is going to be like a segment of the bar when we, we're going to basically call it when we bring in, uh, um, um, we bring in artists or, you know, we may even do some, some album reviews. If, if Barlow's down with that or some song singer reviews. I'm, I'm or, down with that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be a segment. And then also, uh, once uh, Miss Christie is ready, we're going to have a segment for the ladies, uh, something that she will, f- you know, figurehead and, 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 and kind of be the general over that. And, and that'll be a segment on the bar and and the big picture. Uh, well, I guess you got a biblical and reform sisters. 
You know what? There you go. Okay. Hey, see, I was like, okay, he got, he got bars, he got spitters. I'm like, what, what, what am I be? And what am I doing? He on your feet. We'll, we'll figure it out. He is. He got, he, got, he got bars, man. He got bars. He got bars. <laughs> yeah, he got bars. But um, but another another one um, another it's another part of a segment. Uh, you know, I talked with Virgil. You know, because you know he has the driven that we post every now and again. We're gonna we're gonna expand on that whenever he gets some time. And then also, uh, probably by now, uh, the John Jonathan's uh, episode has dropped, and uh, Jonathan has a aspect of the game. You know that that we want to expand on, and, and the big vision is to to build the audience for all of these segments and 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 eventually develop their own individual podcast and become our own network that's the big vision uh so if you guys keep rocking with us keep supporting us keep keep sharing to build this thing man and 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 we can give you some 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 great content and some great material and, and and we'll have something for everybody um so that's something i just want to throw out there um and what i'm gonna do here is i'm gonna give everybody a chance to say your goodbyes you know anything you want to shout out anything you want to uh reco any any recommendations or anything anything you want to throw out there and then i'm gonna come back at the end with some uh final announcements because this ran a little longer than the normal bar but it's all good as rare i get my family with me so uh we're gonna start with christy uh anything you want to say shout out uh recommend anything you can go right now Man, I just, man, glory to God, man, for all that he has done, all that he is doing, like, with this group. It is, you guys, I had so, such a good time with y'all. You guys are so, just cut up. Um, Even when you guys were 33, <laughs> it was just all love. And I'm like, Father, I just thank you for my brothers. I thank you, seriously, from my heart. And I just thank you to all the listeners. Like, continue to keep the bar in prayer and pray for one another. That's all I have to say. Thanks for listening. Amen. Aww. All right, Barlow. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, giving honor to God who's the head of my life. And yeah, stop yeah. it. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, I, just, I, no, I, I <laughs> you better, you better tell it like it's CIU. CIU. I'm sorry. All right, no, I, just, I, no, I thank and praise God for all of y'all. And and then like this, I needed this tonight. I think this is a uh, this is definitely like some food for the soul to sit here and fellowship and just talk um as far as for, I, I really I'm, I'm really not into doing this a whole lot but i just i guess just be on the lookout you know for those of y'all who don't know i do write you know songs gospel center music and so forth and i got some stuff that is that's in the work that i'm really excited about uh worked with some you know some collaborations with different people different beat makers and other artists uh, a couple of which who have been on our shows and so just uh keep your keep your ears posted you know and we'll probably share it to the page i'll give it to Dwayne and so forth and oh, yeah, um, yeah and just keep me in prayer um, uh, keep me and my family in prayer. Uh, uh, you know, we work hard, both my wife and I, and, and uh, so, but like, uh, thank God for her and, and for my children and so forth. And I just ask that you just keep us lifted as we, uh, go through some, uh, as we go through some, some changes, not nothing bad, you know, so nothing, nothing to worry about, but you know what I'm saying? Just as we, as we go through some changes in this house and so forth. And, and we just pray that, you, uh, I mean, just, I'll, I'll be praying for you as well. And thank y'all for listening. I love y'all in life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Rio. Oh man, I'm grateful for you guys, man. Uh, 
shout out to the team, man. Uh, everybody needs to subscribe to the bar right now. Do it right now. Press pause, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Um, man, my record, I got two records. My first record is um, definitely accountability, man. Uh, that's something that uh, has been so on point for me, uh, especially just being young in marriage, man. Uh, accountability. So, like, definitely want to recommend that everyone listening, make sure you have some solid believers in your life that can put you in check when you need it, that can hold you up and um, give you some good biblical advice and love you and show you some grace when you need it um, when you're going through some tough times in life. And record number two is, uh, man, be a part of a body. Um, be a part of a church body. Um, even if even if you can't find a Reformed church, be a part of a body that loves Jesus, that takes the gospel serious, that takes Scripture serious, because too many people go to church online, and yep. too many people go to church um, via Facebook groups. Um, nothing's, nothing replaces being uh, at the gathering with the people, so... That's my second record is make sure you're a part of a body. Go somewhere, even if you can't find a reform church, go somewhere that loves Jesus, that takes the Bible series, that preaches the gospel, and that loves people, for sure. And that's all I got. Amens, amens. Yes, sir. Uh, my first record before my announcement, I want to shout out uh, Whole Magazine. They have an app out. Um, I really rock with... Uh, Jared from uh, God Over Porn and his wife. Uh, and that app that they have is dope. All the ladies, any ladies listening, you need to download Whole Magazine. That's W-H-O-L-E Magazine app. Uh, it has articles and blogs and it's really, really good. Um, so make sure you guys, I'm going to put it Put, probably put a link in the description for that announcement wise we have a lot going on right now um it is april and we just celebrated one year of being on podcast world in march and i did a lot of stuff in march so one of the things that we did is we started the contest or the giveaway for the luther t-shirt uh digital download uh from righteous wretch and the way that you can enter to win that is you leave a review on iTunes, leave us a five-star review and, and say something good, something that gets my attention, and you will be the winner of that shirt and digital download. Also, um, my wife is very, very close to uh, having the website complete, and once that is up, we will do a giveaway for signing up for the email list. Um, I received in the mail on Friday, Joe Thorne's brand new three books about the church um, given to me. Big shout out to Moody Publishing for sending me those. Uh, I was real tempted to keep it myself, but uh, I, I love you guys to uh, give it away whenever we start the email sign up list you definitely want to sign up for the email uh, distributor list because we will have extra stuff coming to you um, just for that reason because you're part of the bar community also um, get your t-shirts the bar t-shirts are available uh, if you missed the deadline of April the 10th holler at me and we will definitely get you a t-shirt um, but we're running a campaign right now 
up to April the 10th. Not sure when this is going to drop. It'll probably be after April the 10th. But if you still want to borrow a t-shirt, you holler at me. We'll make it happen because you want to look fresh like us. If you seen our group picture from G3, you knew we was rocking those things and, and it gets attention. I mean, people came up to us, want to know what was going on. What is this bar you're talking about? And you can let them know that it's, it's, it's this dope podcast, man, that, uh, that you need to subscribe to. So with all that being said and Definitely shout out to my family, Chrissy, Barlow, Rio. Appreciate you guys taking time out of your busy schedule. Tardiness. The guys gave me a hard time for being tardy. It's all good. We still love you guys. Um, Again, shout out to yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Again, shout out to the rest of the team, Virgil and Jonathan. Uh, Big shout out to those fellas. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. Search Biblical and Reformed. Also on Twitter and Instagram at the Bar underscore Podcast. What everything else is said and done, man. You guys hold it down. We'll see y'all next time. We out. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there